0: Well, I guess it was only a matter of time. Um, I'm in quarantine. My whole family is in quarantine, and and we're not in in, self-quarantine. We're not in Instagram quarantine to get likes and followers. We're not posting funny memes. We're in quarantine. Got a call today. Um... In the afternoon, my dad got a call um, from his HR department, basically telling him, hey, um, you we have somebody uh, in the company that is experiencing symptoms of coronavirus, COVID-19, and uh, and we, have you been in contact with this person, physical contact? Uh, my dad had been uh, in the past couple weeks, and so... Uh, we are now in quarantine. They, they have ordered us to not leave um, the house in Orlando. So I'm in Orlando right now. Still, I was supposed to be in Columbus tomorrow. Not going to happen. Um, we, we've moved our flights from tomorrow uh, to Wednesday. Now, you may be asking yourself, why in the world are you not abiding by the, the national guidelines of a two-week, 14-day quarantine? Well, so you do have to kind of put it into perspective. You, you have to kind of look at some math here. Um, my dad, the last time he was in contact with this person was nine days ago. So, so really, if he doesn't experience symptoms within the next five days, which would be the full 14 days, um, in theory, should be fine. Um, even though he hasn't been, quote unquote, quarantining himself, he still hasn't experienced symptoms. Um, so, so we really just have to wait out. Those next five days, because if he um, hasn't been experiencing symptoms then obviously he doesn't have it and then he would not have trans transferred that transmitted, not transmitted, definitely transferred um, that on to us. So so we're waiting that out for the next five days uh, till Wednesday and then hopefully we can get back on a flight to Columbus. Um, it's disappointing. It's upsetting. Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a guy that likes to be at home. I'm a homebody. Um, vacations are great, but I, I tend to be more of a. I tend to be more productive when I'm in Columbus. I tend to be more productive. Um, not only with like other stuff going on, like this podcast, any any content creation, anything like that. I tend to be more productive. Um, with school work, I tend to be better. Uh, just overall focused. I, I tend to be better when I'm in. You know. A place that I know. And so while that's frustrating, it's what we have to do, right? It's, it's that social, it comes down to that social responsibility. Um, th- these are truly, truly unprecedented times. Um, and, and I'm sure that this quarantine will, uh, <laughs> become frustrating at times. Um, for instance i am on take 2 of this podcast i am usually a take 1 person and i just play it all the way through um but when your little brothers come outside screaming and and throwing stuff around it doesn't make for the best content so i'm doing my best to stay focused and and, and keeping uh, keeping good spirits but but you know we'll see we'll see i'm we are 12 hours into this thing and and you are already uh seeing some uh seeing some uh, negative uh, negative impacts on our lives um but let's be honest here it's not like we have bad lives it's not like we're living uh dangerous or, or horrible lives right now um we are living in a house in a suburb of Orlando Florida and we you know while the house isn't you know a mansion or anything we we are in good health we think um we, we are at least all able uh, to fight off this disease if we are to somehow contract it. Um, everybody te- is seeming to be in good spirits. The weather's great down here so we can uh, you know we can go in the backyard and just kind of hang out. Um, which is, which is ideal for us. So, so we are in a good position down here. Um, miss my dog. That, that sucks. He's, he's up in Columbus. He thought that, you know, I'm, I'm sure he's waiting for us to come home. It's unfortunately we're gonna have to be away from him for a little bit longer. Um, but this is, this is just how it goes, uh, in, in extraordinary times, uh, Extraordinary action is necessary, and this is by no means extraordinary action. Staying in uh, in Orlando, Florida, for four or five more days, we'll survive. We'll be just fine. Um, but yeah, that, that is, is it's it's here. This is this is no longer a secondhand podcast. You are listening to somebody who is in quarantine. You are listening to somebody who cannot leave the house. Um, is not supposed to leave the house. Um, and that's it. We really don't think uh we we really don't think we're in danger. By by no means do any of us think that we are in trouble. Um to be honest with you, we we are not even totally sure if, if that person has it. Uh you know all we were told is that she was experiencing symptoms. Um, she has not been tested, so we are not even sure that she has it. Um, this could end up being a, you know a cold, a head cold. it could be you know just a morning you know flu not a not a morning flu, but just kind of getting up in the morning, maybe didn 't have a great start to the day, but still obviously her responsibility to report those symptoms and then our responsibility to take them very, very seriously. This is how this goes. We, we are in a position right now as a society where we need to knock this thing down now so that in three months, four months, five months, everything can go back to normal and we don't have to be dealing with this for years as opposed to months or weeks, we'll see. Um, that's where I'm at, I, I, I'm kind of at a loss for words to be honest with you, which is obviously great for a podcast, <laughs> um, but but it, it is shocking, It is, it is uh, it's, it's hitting us now. It's a personal impact now. It it is it is something that is now impacting our lives on a very 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 personal level, um, and this is the first time in my entire life when one of these major news headlines is actually impacting me. It's actually impacting me. It's it's not you know impacting my state. It's not impacting my friends. It, it's impacting me. Um. Yeah I I I use the example, you know 911 was horrible. Awful. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Obviously, that's, that's an understatement to call it horrible. But for the majority of Americans, your day-to-day life, your day-to-day routine it, it didn't really change all that much. You know, the things were different at the airports and and you, know, you may have lived in fear a little bit, but if you were thinking of it realistically, like you got up the next day, you went to work, you went to the grocery store, you saw your friends on Friday night, there wasn't Like, your day-to-day routine really wasn't impacted. And by no means am I trying to minimize that there were plenty of people in this country that lost loved ones, that lost family members, that lost friends. And their lives were obviously directly impacted on 9-11. There is no no getting around that. I'm not trying to say that that didn't happen. But for the majority of Americans, your day-to-day life wasn't too different. Um, And this is, I think, the first thing that I can remember, that I can not even just remember, but even just reading about anything at all. This is the first time that everybody's life is directly impacted. Directly impacted. Jobs impacted. Stock market impacted. Going to a restaurant. All the restaurants are closed. You can't go get a steak dinner. It's closed. It's unbelievable. It, it is By far, by far the biggest event to ever happen in my lifetime. By far. It's not even close. It is not even close. And and, and it won't end. It just keeps getting worse. Every day something else closes. Every day another step is taken in, in a direction that is getting scary. If we lock things down, that is petrifying. And I mean petrifying to lock it down. And there are states that have done it Illinois, Connecticut, California. California locking it down. Don't leave your house unless you're getting food, don't leave your house unless you're going to the hospital. They've locked it down. We've never lived in a society like that. We've never lived in what literally is a non-free society. Freedom is something that we've all taken for granted. Since the day we were all born, we, w- we have been taking freedom for granted. It, it is the single most important piece of the entire country and it's being taken away from us. Not 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 unjustly. Yes, it's probably the right decision. I am not trying to argue with the decisions at this point. But I hope that when we get past this, that, that when we do come out of this, cuz we will. Like let's be honest, it, it will happen and I'm sure it'll happen honestly in the next 6 weeks, not the next 6 months. I think I think it will be quick. But when we come out of this, I really, really hope that people can learn to cherish, learn to not take for granted, learn to wake up every single day with gratitude for living in the United States. Don't wake up and and complain and moan about how, oh, they're, you know... They're doing all this stuff and it's I, I'm, I'm, I, I, that was one of the worst examples ever. They're doing all of this stuff that's that's just embarrassing. That was horrible. But you know what I mean. People complain every day about how the government's taking away their rights to do this and and, and they're really not. you You have the freedom to do anything you want. sometimes it gets a little bit harder. Sometimes it gets a little bit more difficult to make money, sure. Sometimes it gets a little bit more difficult to get a job, sure. But you can do it. You still have that option. Right now, in a lot of places, there's not an option to go get a cheeseburger. Delivery and carryout, still going well. You can, Those are still open. You can't go sit down for a family dinner at... I hop. <laughs> you can't go to church. My church is closed through Easter. I'm a part of the Catholic Church, and they canceled Easter Mass. Easter. They they, they didn't cancel Mass, and they're like, "But we'll you know we'll have Easter. Don't worry, it's Easter." Everything. You can't go to church. That's like one of the biggest pieces of the United States is that you can go practice religion. And you can't go to, and and that is not, that is not a government regulation. Let me make that very clear. That's not something coming down from the government. That is my church saying, hey, we're not going to, we're not going to have service. But that's the impact I'm talking about. That day-to-day impact. Not coming home and seeing a headline on, on the news that makes you upset. But a day-to-day impact that is actually impacting your actions, not just your emotions. We are in unprecedented times. And hopefully now that I'm actually living it, I'm not just seeing it on the headlines, I'm actually in it now. Hopefully I can provide a little bit more of a, a better... Point of view. But the one thing, and I'm, I'm going to cut it short here the, the one thing, the one thing that I hope we can take from this, when we do come out of it, because we will, can we please all just be thankful for what we have? The freedoms of going outside. The ability to walk outside and not be afraid. There are a lot of people that walk outside right now petrified. They go to the grocery store petrified. I want to appreciate that freedom of going to breakfast on a Sunday morning, of going to dinner on a Friday night. Of traveling wherever you please. At whatever time you please. It's amazing. The world we're living in right now. And I can only hope to God and pray to God. That it ends as soon as possible. But for now. All we can really do. Is just keep on living. Thank you.